they're old, they're bold, sometimes even cold. They're nutty, they're kooky, and often kind of wookie. Wookie, what the? They'll rave and rant till you pee your pants. They're Brian and Lisa, and they both like pizza. Pizza? Who wrote this? They're groovy, fantastic. But most of all, sarcastic. It's sarcastic senior show. Oh my god, that is the stupidest intro song I have ever heard. I like it. It's peppy. And wookie. What the hell kind of word is wookie? It's a cool word. I made it up. Oh, yeah, right. I'm Brian. And I'm Lisa. And we are the, the Sarcastic, Sarcastic Seniors. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is February 6, 2018. Today's show is Listener's Choice. We are talking about the topics that our listeners said that they wanted to hear. Yay! And again, my boofa apologies. Again. <laughs> I have no sense of time. Again. Last week, I said that this week would be the Valentine's Challenge. Um, I missed a whole week in there someplace. You know, <laughs> I walk in the kitchen, forget what I'm going, look for my glasses, they're on my head. Our Valentine's show is next week, which makes sense because it's Tuesday, February 13th. And that's when Brian will be debuting the song that we wrote together. For the winner of our Valentine's Challenge, Choo Choo Stew! We are so excited and so happy. From uh, London, England. London, England. So don't miss the show. It's going to be ooey gooey love stuff. Lisa, how come every show now we start with one of your boofas from the previous Because show? I'm old and I'm stupid and I have a lot of boofas. I know. <laughs> Pretty funny though. Now we're going to head right off the bat into Brian's tech corner where he's going to make us look cool, cool, cool. <laughs> well, this week's tech corner is going to take a little bit of a different turn. We've been, I've been spending some time telling you about, and Lisa's of course helpful with that, telling you about... Uh, some different technology avenues that are available to you that will help you to become more tech savvy in hopes that you can use that technology to improve your quality of life. And I want to step back for just a second, and I'm not going to bombard you with websites and resources and specific products and things like that this week. Because I, in all of the research that I'm doing on this, one thing is really jumping out at me and impressing me very much. And it's the resistance that some seniors have to new technology in general. And so I want to take the opportunity to just say, go for it, man, go for it. Because it can improve the quality of life for you so much. There's so much out there. Every article that I'm reading on this tells me that the two things that 
are really most resistant, seniors are most resistant to with technology is first of all, they don't think they need to avail themselves of that technology. And second of all, it's just too complicated for them. They're scared. They're scared. They, they, and don't be scared. Heck, we're sitting here in front of a bunch of equipment, podcast equipment. We still don't know how to run, you guys. You know what? We just bought it and dove in. But it works. But we make it work. Dive in. That's exactly right. So I'm giving you a big rah, rah, rah. You can do it. There's so much there for you. For example, Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, get on Facebook. If you don't know how, have one of your good friends or... Have one of your son, daughter, grandchildren even help you. I do want to take one second and uh, just say something to the teachers, to the people who can help the seniors with the technology, whether they be friends, children, children, grandchildren, etc. Be patient. Be patient. Take it step by step. Show them. Show us seniors how to do things. And most of all, show us the benefit of what that technology can do for us. I read a wonderful article about Facebook in, uh, specifically. And the most interesting and most fascinating part of the article was how benefit-oriented Facebook needed to be to motivate seniors to get involved with it. And the author of the article talked about going to his uh, parents and actually showing them pictures of their grandchildren that he had posted on Facebook over months and months of time that the grandparents had never seen before. Show us the benefits of what it can do for us and and be patient with us. I'll be meaner than Brian is. I say you make your kids listen to this episode and you remind the little shits that we are the ones that taught them not how not to poop their pants, to color in the lines, yeah. <laughs> and to eat their vegetables. Yeah. And we were patient with them. Life comes full circle. They need to be patient and gracious with their greatest teachers. Yes, 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 yes. And once you create that kind of an, an environment with the younger folks in our lives that can help teach us some of this technology stuff, then it's a wonderful, wonderful sharing experience that you can have with them. And you get the benefits. You get all the benefits. So what I have to say to you this week with Tech Corner is really nothing about technology specifically, but it's about technology in general. You can do it! You can do it! That's my tech quarter for the week. <laughs> I've been doing these polls, all of you on Facebook know, and these are my scientific polls because you people are smart. Scientific. So, what did I say? You said scientific. They're scientific polls? Yeah, they are scientific polls. I What's polled... the margin of error? There is no margin of error. The people on our... And you should know this. No, Lisa, the margin of error is between my ears. Yes, between your ears, not my ears. The people on our Facebook page have no margin of error. They are brilliant. So I asked them... Yes, they are. ...what we should discuss. And they chose. So we're going to hit these topics real quick, about a minute each. Trap... 
concerns that people our age have. They want to travel and meet new people. That's a big one. Yeah. Uh, we we struggled with that when we became a couple. Yes. I go Remember every year, and he never went. And I just said, if you don't go with me, I'll be sad, but I'll go alone. You have to go. It's part of growing up. Remember those wonderful ladies that we met over dinner in Mexico? Yes. Uh, she was from, Bo one was from Boston, and the other was from... I can't remember. I don't remember. They were just They were darling. adorable. Absolutely darling. They made us look like kids. They were in their mid to upper 80s. They were precious. We fell in love immediately. And they were just two gals out having a great time. Yeah. Husbands didn't want to go with them on vacation, so they so said, they went. screw you, man, I'm going anyway. And they went and had fun, and they were so social and so wonderful, and it was just great. We had a wonderful oh, dinner yeah. with them. We were there on our pre-honeymoon, and I'll tell you what, those ladies made our night. Never miss the opportunity to meet new people or have a new experience. It's easier to stay home, I know. I know it's easier to hole up and do the jammy pants, but life is short, people. They are going to slam that lid on the box sooner than you want it. Get out and do the thing. That's right. And then you'll make more friends, and there'll be more people at your funeral. <laughs> <It'll be laughs> Unless cool. you're like us. Yeah, they're yeah. dry. Uh, the people that want to claim they know us are driving like flies, except you wonderful folks. Okay, you wanted to talk about depression. Depression, well, nobody wants to talk about depression, but one of our listeners said we needed to address it, and we do. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, yes. I think it's a viable thing we need to talk about. You know, sometimes it's easy for us to show up on Facebook because we can be home alone, isolating ourselves, and still showing up here. You need to let someone know if you are feeling those thoughts. Yeah. You yes, know, don't get inside yourself. There's there's people that love you and will help yes, you. Yes, absolutely. Um, it can be situational or it can be medical depression, clinical depression, I guess is the proper term. But, you know, a lot of times you're going to get our age, and Brian and I have discussed this, and here we are newlyweds, and we're already having the discussions for when one of us is gone, how the other will get through. And I've been through it, and Brian hasn't. I know a lot of you have. I've heard from a few of you on this poll. It, life, you may not want it to go on. I, I, I'm talking to a couple of you specific who responded. It's hard to figure out how life can go on. But, sweeties, it needs to go on. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So, you may not feel it. Fake it till you make it. That's the secret out of depression. Just fake it till you make it. Go out and smile when you feel like crying. The next time you'll feel like smiling one or two minutes. Just fake it till you make it and yeah, reach and, out and, to friends. And let me let me interject. We are not clinical specialists on depression. We're not. Okay? We, I'm, I once had a friend of mine describe depression to me like this. And I, I don't understand this because I don't have clinical depression. And unless you have it, we know you you don't understand it. So someone who tells you, I understand, yeah, oh, BS. They don't understand. Only you understand when you have it. But my friend described it to me like this. He said, Brian, it can be a beautiful 75 degree sunshiny day. The birds are chirping. The music's playing. And I can 
walk to my front door with the intention of taking a wonderful long walk through the neighborhood and I'll get to that door and I'll look outside at the green grass and the beautiful green leaves and say, today's a good day to die. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's when you need to reach out. Um, I have a child that deals with depression, so I'm learning about it. I don't know what goes on inside her head, but I try to learn. You need to let your family and your supporters know what you're feeling so they can help you. Yeah, pe pe let people help. Let people help. Don't get isolated, like Lisa said. Yeah. Living life to the fullest. Which is ironic that we're going to talk about living yeah. life to its fullest after we talk about depression. But but they go hand in hand. I This life on earth is short. It is shorter than any of us think. You know, Brian and I had the, the struggle about vacations. He's And he's like, I've got bills. And it's like, how did I explain it to you? It's like health insurance. You can't afford not to take a vacation. Well, you didn't year. really explain it to me. You put two fingers in my nostrils and <laughs> drug me to the airport. <laughs> That's kind of how it happened. I think, Which is a good thing. I think experiences are as important as food and medicine and sleep and rest. They're just part of overall health. And it, it's not dependent on money. Now, I I save. I'm very good at planning because I used to have a travel agency and saving in little bits and pieces. So it doesn't, it doesn't hit us all at once. But when we were poor, when we were dating, he was very stressed out, I remember. We're not poor now. Oh, no, we're still <laughs> poor. We're poor. Everybody's poor. You know, you guys get it. Yeah. But we were, he was stressed out and I could see it and he needed a getaway and he didn't want one. So I kidnapped him. It was one of those enjoy life to the fullest moments. I took him in the fall yep. to the beach when Jamaica. all, no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> to our local river. Oh, yeah. When all awesome. the kids had gone back to school. And my only expense was the gas to get there and a great big sub sandwich and a bottle of wine. And I made him sit on a blanket and not mention the word work and eat a sandwich and look at God's creation and, and have a glass of wine and, and de-stress. De and it worked. It did. You can find vacations in any venue. economic pocketbook. You can in any venue. You can. Um, yeah. You, there's vacations. There's probably vacations in your own home. We've had staycations. There's vacations within a block. Yeah, we've had staycations live. and never left our house. It's about your perspective. It is. It is. Live life. It goes too fast. Okay, trying to enjoy life with health issues. This was a tough one. Yeah. Um, one yeah, lady yeah. said, I've got, I need a hip replacement and my spouse has MS. And you know what? God bless you, sweetheart. It is hard to try to enjoy life in that. I have experience with that um, going through the loss of a spouse from cancer. But I'm going to say to you, you find those moments anyway. Yes. Um, you, you find silly little things to enjoy. I'm not condescending to you. I've lived it. it it's tough. It's hard. But you find 
crazy little moments that you can make a big deal out you of. Yeah, you find joy in the little things. Yes, Absolutely. yeah. I mean, sometimes we laugh about the stupidest shit. There's going to come a day where I'm going to rely on that laughter right. to get me through. What's this dealing with the fine print on vitamins, child-proof medicine bottles, and <laughs> what the no, heck? The, okay. <laughs> These were three all together. Is that black? Black, yeah. Black! Black. Black. So okay. one lady wanted to know, with how do you deal with the fine print on vitamin bottles? Okay, simple answer. Readers. Oh, no, no, you silly man that still has eyesight. This goes way, way past Brian's comprehension, but I am there for you, my dear. Yes, most of the world goes I past have my comprehension. Mr. Magoo Bifocals, and I still can't read that shit. So I know how pissed off you are. And what you do is you get a magnifying glass, and you put your bifocals on, and then you hold the magnifying glass about one inch from that bottle, and you'll be able to read that stuff. It works for me every time. That's how I cook recipes for him. A magnifying glass and your glasses. And my glasses. Don't laugh. You may be older, but your eyes are going to go to hell someday, too. Childproof medicine bottles. We all adopt kids. Two-year-olds can open that shit in about four seconds. You say shit a lot. I, well, I'm old. <laughs> That's what we do. Well, how fast can two-year-olds open that stuff? Yeah, I know. We all need to... Let's all... Let's take care of the orphan problem and let's all adopt two-year-olds this week. Yeah. Because they can open our medicine and, bottles and have in read, like four seconds. They can seconds. read the fine print on the vitamin <laughs> bottles, too, if they're like five or older, you know. And Kale, sweetie, I know who you are. All she said was what they wanted to discuss. She goes, Kale, black. <laughs> kale. Well, kale is the superfood. We're supposed to eat it. Oh, kale. Okay, Ugh. sweetie, I've only got one suggestion for you. The salad is a person. No, kale is supposed to be like a super salad food, but yeah. it has a very strong, it sounds bad, pungent taste. However, I have found if I use my silver bullet and grind that son of a buck up with a little merlot. It goes down just like candy. Wow. <laughs> Call it a cocktail. Okay. Okay. I just like saying black. Oh, you yeah. have to yeah. deal with the last one because, yeah. okay, the last one, <laughs> a lady wanted to know how to nicely deal with youngsters calling us dear. Well, A, you don't necessarily have to be nice. We have earned the right to be crotchety. And I have to say, I have no experience with this because I can't remember anyone's name. I'm married to Sweetie here. You call everybody hun. I call everybody hun, Sweetie, or dear. So when this nice lady said she wants to deal with youngsters calling us dear, I said, I got to refer this off to well, Brian. It's a privilege Tell of, your Taco Bell yeah, story. Yeah, it's a privilege of age to be able to... Talk to people like that. Call them hon and sweetie and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I went through the drive-thru at one of the taco places, Taco Bell. <laughs> and the gal comes on, young gal, obviously, and she's like, Oh, honey, what can I get for you? Honey, I, we just met. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, 
Well, I'll have a couple of soft shell tacos and uh, uh, Mountain Dew Baja, uh, and uh, that's it. She says, oh, are you sure, honey? That's all you want, hon? Okay, yes, that's all I want. I'd have to kill her. She says, oh, well, that'll be 425, honey. Pull up to the window. <laughs> what? And all I can think at that moment in time is, I wish I didn't have to turn to go through that drive through thing to the window because if the window was right smack dab in front of me, I'd have run my damn car right through the window. Did you say damn? I said damn. <laughs> so I pull around the thing, swear to God. She opens the window. Here you go, hon. Here's your drink. When will it end? A couple seconds later, she comes back. Here you go, dear. Here's your food. I'm like, oh, at least she said deer. Instead of honey. Instead of honey. I don't know. I call everybody hun, deer, and sweetie, so I couldn't understand that being offensive. But you said you found it condescending. So I reached out and I grabbed a hold of the bag. But before she let go so she didn't close the window, I looked at her and I said, we just met. You can't call me deer until we date at least three times. And you're not allowed to date. Have you met your wife? It's just something that I said. Have you met your wife? It's just something that I said, hun. Dear and sweetie, <laughs> have you met your wife? Blah. I don't know if she got the point or not, but it, yeah. I, who was this to put this comment in here? Yes, I agree with you totally. It is the most condescending thing for young people to call us dear, hun, sweetie. Now, see, yeah. that don't even bother me. What bothers me is ma'am. Ma'am. I'm oh, like, God. I'm not your ma'am, I'm not your mammy, I'm not your mommy. Or sir. You know what? <laughs> really? When you were a 10-year-old in the 1920s, you called people, I guess you called men sir, when they came over to your house to be with your dad or whatever, so that you didn't get a whooping afterwards. But there's no reason. I When people call me sir, I usually just say to them, Please don't call me sir. My name's Brian. You can call me by my first name. Oh, people think it, that is very awful to hear a woman called bitch. And when I hear that, oh, you're being such a bitch today, Lisa. I'm like, why, thank you. You hear that hun. a lot, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> thank you, hun, dear, and sweetie, because bitch, to, and every one of you need to know this. Get a little sass in your pants. Bitch stands for Beautiful woman, totally in control of herself. Oh, yeah, you're all bitches. Beautiful, in control of herself. Shut up. Shut up, you stupid idiot. Oh, my God. I'm turning his microphone off. Okay. This is a perfect time to move on to at our expense. Yeah, and you start, <laughs> you idiot, you stupid idiot. Well, and here's a here's a classic stupid idiot moment for me. Now this is to this we only do this for your health. Remember, we are embarrassing the shit out of ourselves for your health because laughter is the best medicine. Okay, I'm probably, I don't know, probably in my mid-30s, maybe late 30s at this time. Oh, a long time ago when and dinosaurs buddy, roamed the earth. When, yeah, so my daughter <laughs> says all the time. And Dad, what dinosaur, what kind of dinosaur did you used to ride? And uh buddy of mine, Ricky, and I uh, were going to just go hang out uh, down by the river and uh, drink a few cold ones. It was a beautiful summer's day. 
Uh, we had our shorts and our tank tops on. So we stopped at the convenience store. I needed to pump some gas and uh, he was going to run in and grab a 12er. I got out of the driver's side of the car and I went around because my uh, gas cap was on the passenger side. Too stupid and, to pull it on the right side, but well, what, yeah, you know, know his I'm, story. Uh, well, <laughs> I so I get out and, I'm, and I pumped out of $20 for the gas or something. And when I was finished pumping the gas, uh, before, right before I was finished pumping the gas, Rick comes out of the uh, convenience store, the front of the door, and he's kind of yelling at me and he says, uh, hey, they got this old Milwaukee or whatever was on special. Uh, you want that? And I'm walking toward him. I can't, can't hear him real well because I'm probably 50 feet away or so. So I walked up to him and he says, yeah, old, old Mill's on special. I said, oh, yeah, awesome. That's that's fine. I'll, I'll drink that. And uh, I thought, wow, I'm at the front door. So I went in and I paid the for my gas, the 20 bucks for my gas. I went back out and I got back in the driver's side of my car and I had told Rick, you grab the beer and I'll drive around. I'll pick you up at the front of the place. And <laughs> totally forgot that I hadn't taken the, <laughs> the gas pump out of my gas tank and drove away with the gas pump handle <laughs> and about six feet of the gas bubbles dragging behind my car. And I heard it dragging and I stopped and I looked in my rearview mirror to see gas gushing out of the gas pump where I had disconnected the hose from the gas pump. Fortunately, one of the clerks happened to see this go on out the window, or maybe they had an alarm or something inside. It came running out, screaming button. at me. Hit the emergency, Brian, you're an idiot button. I hit that a lot. To shut the gas off. <laughs> and needless to say, I was a little bit embarrassed. Were you not? I was a little bit embarrassed. This is one of those precious... Now, I'm just hearing this story for the first time tonight, ladies. I gotta tell you... And if, I'm not sure what my answer would have been at the proposal had he told me that first. And, and if Ricky, who, <laughs> I, I, think, I think my buddy Ricky has... Is he a listener? Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's listening occasionally to the shows. This is one you might want to listen to, Rick, Ricky, because if I recall correctly, I caught endless crap from you through the duration of the entire day. So. Now, I know my sweet mama is a fan, and I will tell you... She hooked up, tuned into her smart TV all by herself because of our video. Yeah, which is on our Facebook yes. page, by the way. It's so. the easiest way to listen to our show. I'll tell you, we don't even go to Blog Talk Radio. It's just too, the buttons are too little. We watch it on the big screen and we listen yeah. to it. We, we don't listen right away. We wait. <laughs> Yeah, we have to let it sink um, in. But my while. story is I lived in Atlantic City and my sweet and beautiful mama came out on a vacation. She's not a gambler, but by God, she loves to experience new things and she does occasionally like the casino. So I planned a night, just us girls. We took, I lived on a pike, so we took the city bus in. And in Atlantic City, you can drink free while you're gambling. So she parked us by a couple penny machines because you've gotten to know mom and that's what mom enjoys. 
And when mom realized we got to drink free, she said, oh my goodness, we are having vodka gimlets. I have a feeling she's going to kill me after this show. Oh, and, she, and she goes, my treat. I'm not a big drinker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big drinker. I drink yeah, my that's... churchy, wimpy wine. He dealt with me coming home from my company Christmas party last weekend, just because I drank real wine. I'm a pretty wimpy drinker. I drink at home. I drink wimpy. I like it that way. So mom ordered these vodka gimlets. She would give a dollar tip whenever they came back with them. And then finally she says, honey, I'm going to save you a trip. Just bring two each next time. Sheesh. And I had said, mom, I don't think I can drink these. And she goes, the first one tastes like gasoline, and then they go down like Kool-Aid. So we had a fine time. We're playing our penny machines, drinking our vodka gimlets. We go to leave, and she's so funny. I said, we're going back to the bus stop to catch our dollar bus back home. And I said, Mom, stop making me laugh. You're going to make me pee my pants. And she says to me, so loud that the security guards got worried. She goes, you peed your pants? I said, no, I didn't pee my pants. I said, you're going to make me pee my pants. So we get on the bus. We've only got a 20-minute ride home. Beautiful. Can pull the cord right in front of our house. We both fall asleep because we're trashed on vodka gimlets. Luckily, Somebody with a chicken on a bus or something, because it was New Jersey, woke me up, and I pulled, like, in my block. We get off the bus, or we would have woke up in Philadelphia, and I'd have had a whole lot of explaining. Oh, you could have been in Canada. Oh, yeah, no. You could have been visiting some of our Philadelphia is as far as that line goes. So we wake up. I wake mom up. She gets off the bus. She face plants right in the freaking gravel and i'm like please tell me you didn't break a hip because otherwise i got some serious splaining to do to dad and it was all good but we i'm sure we were snoring the security guard thought i peed my pants i mean it was just an embarrassing night all around but i gotta say for the rest of my life, it'll be one of those fun memories that I had with mom. Yeah. It was a good thing. Yeah. All right. My poll number two, because we're just rolling on here. Um, I had asked, what is your biggest surprise about getting older? The answers I got were how fast it happened, how now I don't care what people think of me. I've got freedom. Our friend Patty said, aches, pain, spots, blotches, yuck. And then some lovely lady said, oh, the farts are the worst. And a nice lady from England said, your body stiffens when you're trying to leave the pub. But not the part you Or want even to walk in. or stand up. And a gentleman said, the golden years are not as golden as you think. So, yeah. Live that life, people, because we are just cruising in to face some brand new challenges, which leads me to Brian's song for today. I know! And the name of this week's song is called If I'd Only Known. All right, we're going to hear it here right now, aren't we? I'm Brian. 
And I'm Lisa. And we are the, the Sarcastic, Sarcastic Seniors. Seniors. Colini. Ow. Back to my childhood days. All the bumps and bruises. See, now it's got sideways. Flipping my wagon. Crashing my bike. All the bloody noses from getting in fights. Band-aids and ointments. An occasional sling. Never stop me the next time from doing the same dang thing. Around came high school, and I was a jock, throwing my body around like I was made out of rock. Never once did I stop, sit down and think about the long-term effects of living on the brink. But now the time is here, because every nick and gout shows, so I sit here and ponder if I'd only known. I reside in this body for the rest of my days. Could have took it easy. Maybe I wouldn't have pain in my back, arms, and knees. But what fun would that be? Hell, it's worth it to me. When we're young, we don't think we'll ever get hurt. Now I can throw my back out, just putting on my shirt. We were careless and bold, usually had it away. Now I'm sucking down Advil to knock out the pain. I could run and dive, shoot and throw, tackle and block, brag like a pro. Now Will says yes, but my body's a wreck. I can't do it anymore. Oh, what the heck? I remember with fondness, not an ounce of disgrace. Then I plop in my chair with a smile on my face. Cause I know in my heart, wouldn't change nothing. All the things that I did, and that was just me living. If I'd only known I'd reside in this body for the rest of my days. Could've took it easy, maybe I wouldn't have pain in my back, arms, and knees. But what fun would that be? Hell, it's worth it to me. If I'd only known I'd reside in this body for the rest of my days. Could've took it easy, maybe I wouldn't have pain in my back, arms, and knees. But what fun would that be? Hell, it's worth it to me. Yeah, it's worth it to me. If I'd only known, I would change a thing. No, I wouldn't have changed a thing. <laughs>